Hey friends, Mercedes here. Totally honored to be the owner of Into the Woods, a business centered around whole life wellness and transformative experiences, as well as a practicing therapist and coach. My life's work is all about creating spaces, literally and figuratively, for women to unlock their true success and have more peace, joy, and love in their hearts, lives, and calling. As a leader, yes, you are that leader I'm talking about, I can see you want to be more productive and in service to others, to have that work-life balance with more joy and meaning, but then feeling stuck, second-guessing, imperfectionism, people-pleasing, right? Am I right? <laughs> I want you to understand and know that it's not just about your ability to manage a busy life. I want to help you recognize that you can slow down to speed up and step into your life as a purpose-fueled woman, and that it can be simple, but oh so powerful. Come on in. Let's walk this journey together, one season at a time. Let's step deeper into the life God created you for. Welcome to Her Unapologetic Life. Hey there, how are you doing today? Welcome back. Mercedes here with another episode. We're at episode 160, which sometimes is just hard to believe. And today uh, was slated to be an expert interview and I wanted to take bring someone in to talk about communication and to really help us to lean more into healthy conflict, healthy communication and have that be come a little easier for us. However, I have several people in mind, a panel of experts and the mix of going on a trip, having some sinus issues uh, did not lend for me to compile that episode. Um, but the other thing that was really starting to happen was the themes and the different things that I've been hearing lately uh, in this season about communication. And of course, you know, we're coming up on the holidays. Uh, if you listen to this later, something's going to be coming up, right? That's going to be bringing it to the forefront. And um, so I thought today uh, that we would kind of talk a little bit about uh, about this, but in a different way, right? Um, so what I've been noticing in my interactions with clients, with friends, with family, with myself is that there are a lot of things around communication, right? Um, healthy conflict, when to say something, when not to say something. I mean, there's just so many opportunities for growth and also some opportunities to want to run away, right? <laughs> it's just the truth. And it's something that all my clients wrestle with. And, you know, it's something that is a daily thing that we have to, we have to either face or not face or deal with, right? And so what I was really noticing... Um, was what's what's ha what continues to happen um, within us is that we um, you're gonna you're gonna this is gonna be familiar we have this inner critic right we've talked about her before we've I've done episodes I've done like a challenge and naming her and healing her and all of that um, you know we we talk about taking your inner power back and in, in your own like essential voice coming through healing your inner child let me know if this rings any bells because it's all part of that process of um of healing that part of ourselves right and at one point or another she came about because when we were younger we maybe needed protecting or you know we had we kind of adopted that adult you should do this voice and um if you haven't heard about the inner critic from me then go back look at some episodes uh check out my website too i, I mean that's one thing i talk about with virtually every client at one point or another, whether they're in therapy or coaching, because she's with us, right? <laughs> and um, and so, yeah, so from that lens, I've really been noticing 
in you know when we're when we're talking about communicating with others and talk how important it is and one of the main goals of my clients is to improve their relationships and possibly the way they do communicate you know setting boundaries the things I've already talked about um, and I was I was really reminded that um, two things <laughs> that the way we communicate with ourselves um, can really stink and if we don't change that it's going to be so much harder to achieve the goal um, that we come we come to coaching or therapy or or you know into life with whether we're headed out to work or with the family so it's kind of like yeah like how we communicate with ourselves is huge and i love to talk about patterns and last week i talked about pattern of you know how we get in that triangle on that triangle and how we communicate with others um, we kind of fall into that, right? Well, this same thing happens in the way that we communicate with ourselves. We have a way of doing that that we've probably been doing forever. And like I said, this is not a new topic here in my world. But after the, the conversations I've had, the things I've been hearing, what I've been noticing online and on Facebook, it's something really relevant and something really worth talking about. Because, you know, it comes up daily. And I really just want to talk about today, like, how we communicate with ourselves because it can be downright nasty. In the show notes, I put verbally abusive, right? I sometimes when we talk about to ourselves about ourselves is that way, right? Um, it's like we can we can try to all day think about well, where did it come from? When did it start? Why are we even doing this? A lot of us don't even have awareness that we're doing this on the regular, right? That this is actually, this voice is actually louder than the other ones. <laughs> and so to make us sound like we have multiple voices, but we kind of do. But anyway, regardless of the story of all of that, ladies, it really, this is kind of one of my come to Jesus things. It's like, dears, we really need to stop. And if we don't invite ourselves along on that journey um, of really looking at that and changing that, we're, we're going to be stuck or, you know, we might as well just take the really difficult, hard up the mountain straight through the brush way that just doesn't work very well. I like to find paths, right? I like to find ways through. <laughs> so like I said, I said verbally abusive in the show notes. Um, but I think, you know, if you heard some of the things I hear on the daily, uh, you would agree with me. Um, and the thing is, some are really outright. And some are really not. They're sneaky. They're underhanded. They're, you know, just kind of like this something that maybe nobody else would even hear or notice, right? When you think when you're thinking of a verbally abusive person, how they act, right? It's not always like yelling profanities. Sometimes it's the it's the muttering under the breath, all of those things, right? Um, but we're so used to doing this to ourselves, and it really isn't always audible. Mostly, it's not. It's in our head, right? So we're used to just being that way, like thinking it that way, being that way, um, talking to ourselves that way that um, we don't even realize we're doing it. So today I want to raise awareness and I also want to give a little more hope to it. So I take confidentiality very seriously. Uh, so the examples I give here and anywhere is really more of a collective example. Uh, you might be like, oh my gosh, I said that to Mercedes last week or oh my goodness, we've talked about this. Well, yes, we, we have and you better believe we've, I've talked about it with five other women. Usually if it becomes a topic on the podcast, it's a, it's a theme, it's a pattern. And um, this is one that is just, it keeps coming up, which of course it does because 
we most of us haven't learned to lovingly talk to ourselves and communicate with ourselves and we're so busy looking externally on how to communicate with others that we skip this part and so i'm just here for a little gentle loving uh, mercedes reminder um that that this is some an area of focus especially when you're into wanting transformation and change and just you know a good awesome life right so anyway all right so a lot of this is just kind of a ge generally what i hear but a lot of it goes to those all or nothings like I'm just never going to be able to do it. I just I can't and I don't have the willpower. I don't have the motivation. I don't have the strength. You know, I need to get my shit together. A lot of people say that like literally um, I'm going to fail anyway. This is how I this is how I am. This is how it always goes. I always screw it up. Right. Um, I you know, I a lot of it is that guilt and that shame of like you need to be a certain way. So those is like I'm out of control. I'm a hot mess. I even when my clients who say I, I overcommit, I overthink, they're dogging themselves about it, right? Um, a lot of the, you know, imposter syndrome, I'm a fraud, I can't, I'm not. And what happens is it's just this internal dialogue um, that just keeps going. And then it, it comes up with other things where it's like when we're talking about communication and connection. Well, of course, what's going to come up is, well, yeah, I can't connect or I don't know how to say that or... I, you know, I'm going to mess it up because that's what's internally going on on the daily. So when you're when you're deciding to like take communication with somebody else to the next level, having a healthy conflict or a crucial conversation, of course, you're going to come in there not like basically not even with yourself more than alone. Right. <laughs> so it's one of those things where um, somewhere along the way we inter we've internalized it. It's become kind of our voice, regardless of where it came from and how we got it. And we end up believing that. That's where those limiting beliefs come in. Um, and I'm going to add to, like, at this point, if you've been around and you have some awareness, it's kind of, it's still, I'm going to say it nicely, but it's it's a decision now. You're deciding to continue to believe it because now you know what you know, that you know that that, at least a, the thread of it, you know that it's not really the authentic true voice that you're wanting to listen to. And so um, you're starting to doubt it, which means it's a choice now, right? If that makes sense to you, right? So that's all along the, you know, the process of change and all of that. But basically, if you're here, you're wanting to be a great communicator. You communicate on the daily. And I know that you have a lot of strengths when it comes to communicating. And But for today, I want to talk about the part of you that doesn't believe it and doesn't believe in yourself, right? And so... Um, if we start with really getting to the nitty gritty and, and really settling into having our own back uh, for everything we show up to in life, the good, bad, the ugly, then um, then we're going to feel better most of the time, actually. So it sounds simple, right? But it isn't. Um, it isn't simple, but it doesn't have to be as hard as we make it. You know, it's like we're fighting against ourselves then, you know, and it, it is a journey. It is something that, whoo, on the daily, I am humbled myself and like, oh, I'm doing this. And of course, you know, there's certain things that I choose not to do that I know is healthy communication with myself and with others, right? So we're all on this journey. Like even the experts that I would have had on my panel, I mean, they have had a journey and they're still in it. There's always days that get us. There's always other people that trigger us, right? So it's a journey. So just you're here. You might as well settle in a little bit. And um, what I like to start with is awareness. I've said that a couple times already in the episode, but really like sitting with it, being aware of like, what are you telling yourself on the daily that's sabotaging you? And it might take a minute to come up. You know, I didn't give you really specific 
insults. It was more like that. I can't, um, you know, where you're lacking, but what I want to know from you, what is really coming up in your brain? Um, you know, a little more of the tangible things is kind of like, well, I'll never be able to get into a good exercise routine because I'm not motivated and I'm always going to be fat. Um, I'm not going to be able to set the boundaries with my parent because they've always just bowled me over and I just, I can't do it. I'm too weak or whatever, you know, or what else? Some of these more specifics, it's just like, well, it's not going to matter what I do. It's not going to change, you know, kind of like that, that part of yourself that you, um, you just feel like eh, it's not going to it's not going to happen. And of course, if you're telling yourself that on the daily, guess what? It's not probably not going to happen, especially the way that your perfectionistic self thinks it should happen, you know, which is all part of that inner critic. Miss Perfectionist is always there. Right. So anyway, um, you know, basically, yeah, what are you telling yourself on the daily? That's something first to look at. And then the next thing is, um, Let's say you're meeting with a friend and she's just down and you're having coffee and you're, you know, you're sharing together and she shares some of these things that you would say is insecurities, vulnerabilities, whatever you're going to call it. That's the narrative in her head. Would you tell her what you've been telling yourself? So if you felt the same way at once upon a time, would you say to her, yeah, you're never going to get it. Get your shit together, girl. You suck. I mean, would you do that? I mean, can you imagine sitting in your local coffee shop and just starting to berate her? I would hope someone would step in. <laughs> right? But this is usually what we do to ourself, right? And this is something I, I use all the time because it gets all of us thinking differently, you know, because we all have friends that we trust. We trust them to listen to us, to give us feedback, to love us no matter what, the unconditional positive regard stuff. And we want to give that back to them. And it we would be mortified if if we like went off on her, right? And just was like, you know what? Like if she's complained about the same thing after the fifth time, sometimes you probably do think to yourself, oh my gosh, uh, I wish that she would do this, this or this. But would you actually open fire on her like you do to yourself? You know, so when we sit with that and we imagine ourselves hurling insults, words, actions, you know, flailing of the arms, whatever, at your friends, like, what do you see? Like what impact? And... If we get real with ourselves, that's what we're doing to ourselves on the daily. So no so no wonder we have doubts and fears and we get stuck, right? So I really want to make that clear. And I really want, I really, one thing I love to work on with women is for them to become their own best friends. And I know it sounds cheesy and I've talked about it a lot in the podcast too, but truly, if we were our own best friend and we treated ourselves the way that we would treat others or we would want to be treated, because we all kind of know I mean, imagine what would happen, right? Um, and I think, you know, yeah, sometimes it looks really nasty. Some, Like I said, sometimes some of those things are a little more underhanded, you know, like the more polite way of being like, oh, yeah, you probably should do this or do that. But it's the same. I mean, it's the same thing. You're telling yourself that basically you're not you're not going to do it. Right. And so. I have been really thinking to myself as I help women move forward because, you know, we're talking about goals that they want to get to. And we come up with amazing strategies and we come up we come up with like what their best day would look like. Best, not perfectionism, but like, you know, what what they really want and desire in their hearts. And I, I think sometimes it takes me a minute to be like, oh, my goodness, their narrative is totally sabotaging that the way they're talking to themselves. They're not. They're, they're not going to um, live into it because they don't believe it. 
And we have to, you know, shift our thoughts, shift our beliefs, feel into it. Um, and it takes time, right? And of course, if you've been listening to me for a while, you know, this is nothing new either. Self-love and self-compassion is really the remedy. I feel like it's one of those selves, you know, that you put on, like if you have a cut or a burn and you put on the salve and it like, it just, it, it totally like soothes it. You stop itching, the pain goes away mostly, and it helps often for you to heal uh, versus, you know, just letting it be and not taking care of it and getting it dirty and, you know, then infection starts, right? That's my little metaphor there I just made up. Um, but really, it is it is the way the way forward. And most of the time when I mention that, I throw, oh yeah, self-compassion. You know, I get a, I get a polite smile and a, a small nod. And, I mean, sometimes kind of a look like, uh, wait, what? Like, you know, wait a minute, this is... Because for our brains, we think that that um, it's something we have to do, you know, and self-compassion, self-love is more the way of being and like loving it. Like it's, it is an act, of course, it's, but it's, it's more like that, you know, just the nurturing, the embracing, all the things that you think of when you think of love and compassion, right? Uh, and this is a side note, but I think, you know, we're preaching to others about self-love, about love and compassion. And we're wanting other people you know, I see it on Facebook all the time to really understand what that means to us. And I think a lot of people don't and won't. Um, but if we're not showing ourselves that self-love and self-compassion, we're not getting it either. You know, and so I've started to try to wrestle with we're wanting other people to, sh- to, to extend that out to the world. And we're wanting to as well. But if we can't extend that to ourselves, then how is our message going to really be this deep lasting message. So that's a little side note. You know me, I get deep. I like to. Um, but 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 basically what I'm saying is um a lot of my a lot of my f- women in my life feel like, well that's something that's something off in the distant future, horizon, that's something to aspire to, but in the moment, you know, I need to change these this 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 and this or else I'm not going to get there. But what I'm prescribing is no. Actually self-love and compassion is something for today. Something to focus on before you listen to another expert, look for a podcast on boundaries, look for a book on relationships. Um, it's something about, and including communication, right? It's it's going back to self and loving self, being compassionate with self, speaking kindly and with love to self. And so that's kind of what I've come to. It's like, huh, I love giving tools to everybody. But I think that if we're coming from a place where we live into, yep, I'm human. I have things going on. I can't get it right all the time. I don't. But I love myself and I, I'm coming from a place where I believe in myself, even if it's just a little bit a crumb, right? And and going from that place is really going to make every endeavor, including including coaching or leadership, more successful, right? And so my next thing for you is like, how would you prefer to see yourself? Can you, can you name that and claim that today? Can you say, oh, I would prefer to see myself as, you know, this wonderful woman who has these strengths, who also has these things that she's working on, um, you know, all that stuff. Because I feel like that is a really noble and worth worthwhile and worthy place to put your energy in, um, to to really move to move forward to live that unapologetic life and so this is where the work can lie and um 
I think about my own journey and I've shared quite a bit, I think over the years on my journey through, you know, disordered eating, um, just feeling, I, I had feelings of people pleasing, perfectionism, really more in, I always said in rebellion, not feeling like I can measure up, but you know, with, within the, within the community that I was in of like, you know, be, be productive, get, get A's, do all these things. Right. And, um, measuring success and intelligence a certain way. Let's just put it that way. And interestingly enough, my own mother gave me this book and I can't remember what, who the author was, but it was basically like, do you believe that you're a child of God? And you know, I have a very strong faith and I think this is, this has been the foundational piece that has helped me to step into this, like self-love and self-compassion and, and, you know, healing the inner critic, because I, I knew God loved me, I but I felt kind of insignificant. I mean, hello, how many people are on the on the earth? And I was really just being focusing on my issues that I that I wanted to get past because you know I was going to, into to school to be a therapist, and I thought I had to have my shit together, right? And so on and on and on it went. Um, but to what I really over the years have really like diligently slow and steady has have really leaned into that and changed my my limiting beliefs and really, you know, decided that, you know what, none of this is from God. This is from the enemy and decided then, you know, that, um, I can live into being a child of God because at the base level, that's who I am. That's who I came to be. Right. Like we're all born, born that way. And then, you know, reconnecting with my inner child, my younger self, integrating that, going through some, some of the things that I do now with clients and just really just basking in that, you know, and that's why I've been teaching authenticity and, you know, peaceful productivity and really leaning away from my high function anxiety because, you know, I'm really getting a lot, I'm really more comfortable with who I am and I'm more comfortable with all of my thoughts and feelings about myself, my shadow side and loving my whole self through it all. Right. I mean, we are complex creatures, ladies, and I have learned to really to love that as the, as time goes on. Um, but there are moments too, there are seasons where I get stuck. I get insecure. I, you know, I shift out of my new autopilot back into my old because it's, it's just still, it's still there, but I get to decide how I treat myself through that and how long I stay there. Right. And, um, I really think if our goal is to shift into transformation and change and, you know, be that. Uh, purpose-filled, intentional lady leader that we are, um, a great place to start is how we communicate with ourselves, and, you know, how our inner critic is, how much power she has over us, um, how compassionate we are to ourselves, um, and all of that. So today I, I was just like, you know, there was kind of a collective vibe going on that it's really easy to get stuck in the the self-sabotage, the verbal abuse, the berating of ourselves. And it becomes so normal for us that we don't even hear it. You know, like I said, not not a lot of verbal abusers, like when they're abusing other people, they're not just saying the nasty stuff like you see people like shouting at other people. It's the underhanded comments, the passive aggressiveness, the, you know, the, you know, like muttering, the all these things that we we can identify in other people. It's like what we're, it's kind of like what we're doing to ourselves. And so for today, this is not shame or guilt. This is awareness, right? Of like, oh my goodness, I've been really mean to myself. And, you know, it's it just one of those things to become more aware of. And then ask yourself too, like, well, how would I rather be to myself? Even if I don't believe all that Mercedes says, even if I don't believe that if I shift this, 
I'm going to really feel a lot better almost immediately. What, whatever resistance you have, that's okay. <laughs> it's just more asking yourself, hmm, what am I saying to myself? And how, and how would I rather see myself? And next month is going to be self-compassion. And I really think that going into 2024, you know, I haven't picked my, my word of the year yet, but it's really going to be about leaning into that, leaning more and more into your, I'm a child of God as the base of my identity. And from there, that base, things do look a lot different. And if you are from a different practice or walk of life, um, you know, you have your own ways, of course, of connecting that. For me, it, it, it is, it is that piece of, okay, I'm here for a purpose. I was sent here. So let's do this. <laughs> so anyway, I could go on today. It's been a little bit longer than the usual and I didn't even interview somebody, but I really wanted to bring, bring, um, that collective voice to, to life here that I've been hearing and that maybe you've been feeling inside and maybe just, it's like, Oh, for you've just kind of like, Oh, I haven't been aware of how I've been talking to myself. Um, it's a really key funda- foundational thing. And that feeds into all of the other stuff I've talked about with communication is like, well, no wonder if you're, if you're talking to yourself that way, no wonder you're getting stuck in other people's patterns. You're not able to set boundaries or you're feeling um, insignificant to others or like you're not getting your needs met. All these things that come up for us, right? It makes more sense then with compassion, right? And grace, not guilt and pressure. (laughs) So that's what I'm going for today. I hope you have a wonderful day. I hope you have a beautiful holiday season. I'm going to be here in December a bit though. So looking forward to that. Thanks for listening to today's episode, my friend. If you liked the podcast, please stop by and leave me a review. They really matter. If any of your friends, ladies who support you or your team would like to hear this, please send them my way. This is the season for you to say yes to you, to serve from an overflowing cup and to put practices into action that support your life and those you serve and lead. And for more updates and resources, check out the happenings at Into the Woods Spaces and Experiences by visiting intothewoods.co. That's intothewoods, one word, no caps, dot C-O. Here's to living your best, most unapologetic life. See you next week.